Welcome to the Child of the Library podcast, where we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. <laughs> Sorry for the very dramatic title of this episode with what happened this summer, but it is indeed quite fitting. <laughs> because first of all, thank you for sticking around because it has been a while <laughs> since I last spoke into this microphone. And second of all, so much has happened. I had quite a wild couple of months, but probably the easiest to go through it is chronologically by topic and our summer so far can be divided into the five topics of the holiday, the sickness, the move, the social events and the reading slump. <laughs> well, I'm really not taking any drama away here. I guess I will probably take quite a while to get through everything, so I will make sure to split this summer recap into two parts. So that today we talk about our holiday, which were our three weeks of road trip in the US, and our sickness right afterwards, and the other topics will follow in the next episode. So first up, the holiday. <laughs> and what a holiday it was. That is basically the trip that we wanted to do in 2020, but due to global events known to all of us, that trip got delayed by two years. <laughs> but now it was finally time to go. I documented our trip on Instagram and you can still find it all in my story highlight. I will link that definitely in the show notes. But what we actually did was a round trip through national parks and the west coast of the United States. So we first started in Las Vegas, drove up into Bryce Canyon and did a little detour in the Salt Lake City area and then headed further up to the Yellowstone National Park where we stayed for five days and then headed over to the west coast to see Seattle and then drove down along the beach and through the amazing countryside to San Francisco and LA with a day trip to the San Diego Zoo and then back to Las Vegas. <laughs> it was quite an intense program for three weeks in May and June. As you can imagine, the US is very big and maybe to get a better understanding of how many miles and kilometers we actually drove in our rental car, it was 4.6 thousand miles, which equals, for every one of my listeners who does not use the mile system, this equals almost 7.5 thousand kilometers. <laughs> I'm still so astonished by that number every time I look it up and tell it to someone. But it was so wonderful because we really got to experience everything from smoldering heat in the desert to rainy days in Seattle up to even snow and freezing cold in Yellowstone and at Crater Lake. So we really got the full package. But to start at the beginning, of course, first Bryce Canyon was the place where we really did the most intense hiking during our trip. Like, of course, we took extensive walks in the city, for example, but this really also went more into the hiking realm, so to say. So please, please take a look at the pictures in my Instagram story highlight that I will link because Bryce Canyon and its like stone structures is just so surreal. From the color play to the structures themselves, it's absolutely unlike anything that I have seen. And it really, really was a roaring start into our road trip. 
What we then did is that we sort of bypassed Salt Lake City and went directly to the Bonville Salt Flats, which is basically a lake that is so salty that its crust can carry humans walking over it and also cars. And they even have regular car races on it. That was super crazy, to be honest, because you just cannot believe it's salt. You always think it's just ice, but it's really salt as far as the eye can see almost. So after having recovered from that natural phenomenon, we went further up towards Yellowstone. And this, this really was the highlight of the trip. I can tell you, we had so much luck with the weather. We got to see so much wildlife. That was the absolute highlight for my husband and me. We had so many cute baby bison i think the baby bison is one of my new favorite animals now we even saw bears with their cubs even from very up close although from like you know the safety of our car of course because we do value our life and don't want to upset the mama bear and another highlight which we had not planned up front but what was just too much of a coincidence to pass by was that the cinema in the city where we stayed called West Yellowstone only had one blockbuster movie running and that was Top Gun Maverick. And to be honest, to experience this incredibly entertaining, well-made and cool film in America in Yellowstone was so surreal but so awesome that I'm sure I will remember that forever. <laughs> And the fact that we saw this film will become important in my next episode where I talk about the social events, so please keep that in mind. So after having recharged our batteries when it comes to animal and nature experiences, we switched over to the more city-like trips and headed over to Seattle. So people who know me personally know that I'm not the best person when it comes to handling the sun. <laughs> I get burned so easily, I get headaches sometimes and my husband is almost the same. So the weather in Seattle with over 300 days a year of rain or at least a calm drizzle from above was right up our alley. Even though I realized that my hairstyle with bangs is not going to survive in that weather. <laughs> so we explored the city that is the site of one of my husband's favorite videos games which is the last of us part two and we really made a point to go through the different areas and parks and sites that come up in the game and it was so fun to see everything that you already kind of know though like in a dystopian setting in now full scale and real life but of course when you have a book podcast you always have a special time in Seattle too because it is not only a city for writers but also a city for readers with great bookshops and of course the Seattle public library. To be honest, I think if my reading mood aesthetic would become a city, it would probably be Seattle because it's almost always slightly drizzling on your window. It is so cozy to wrap yourself up in a blanket with your hot beverage of choice and just read or write with your view outside the window. And quite literally, it feels like you can look out of every window in Seattle and find something beautiful because this city, due to its enormous amounts of steady water from above that covers the plants outside, is so green and lush in its flowers and to be honest if you do not have 
a green thumb but still want to have plants, go to Seattle because the climate will basically do everything for you. But like I said, we also went to buy some books and people living in English-speaking countries might not understand that. But as I live in Germany but mainly read in English, it is not very common that I just go into a bookstore and come out with an edition of the English book that I like before having it ordered there first. Because of course, German bookstores carry mainly German books, which just makes sense. But so when I go to the US, for example, and you let me loose in a bookshop, the only limit that I have is my wallet, my common sense, and the baggage weight I'm not allowed to surpass. <laughs> but the one bookshop I really, really desperately wanted to go to was the Elliott Bay Book Company, because I heard that they were so well selected. And I kid you not, I could have taken nearly every book in that novel fantasy and sci-fi section. Like, really. And I remember so well, I took the first look, strolled along the aisles and picked up two books, which were a very special edition of Animal Farm by George Orwell that I had my eye on for quite some time, and Bunny by Mona Award, because I heard so many great things about this, admittedly now that I read it, very strange story. And I went back to my husband, who was sitting in the cafe in the shop, and I was super conscious that we had been walking for a few hours then already, and that he was probably even more tired than I was. And he said to me, without any sarcasm whatsoever, are those really all the books that you want to buy? And I was like, no, but I cannot buy half of the store. And then he said that I should go and spend a bit more time and browse through because I can only do that in such a limited fashion in Germany. And he extra took a large backpack apparently to the store so that he could carry all my books. And I kid you not, had I not already married him, I would have done so on the spot then and there in the cafe. So after some serious contemplation about what I really wanted to bring home, a copy of The Secret History by Donna Tartt went into my basket, as this is said to be very similar to one of my favorite Dark Academia books last year, which was If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. I also took home a copy of Piranesi by Susanna Clark that I have no idea what it is about because Everyone says it is so good, but you should go in knowing nothing. So this is literally what I did. Just the same with the fantasy short story called Empress of Salt and Fortune by Niveau, because usually fantasy settings take some time to build within the story. And I was so curious to see how this can be pulled off in a short story. And as this was a very praised tale, I was just super curious to pick it out. And then, lastly, I could not pass by the stationery shop by Margin Kamali, because, come on, a love story set in a stationery shop in Tehran, me as a stationery lover, just could not pass that by. So as you can probably hear from my even now super excited voice at the memories of this, that it was an absolute highlight for me. And when we got to see the Seattle Public Library main building shortly afterwards, I was just so blown away by the architectural marvel that it is. It has so much light and <laughs> you just really want to read and study in there. It's an absolute masterpiece. But we actually only stayed in Seattle for two and a half days and then made our way south towards San Francisco. To be honest, probably the three highlights to mention on the way were Cannon Beach, which was the most 
beautiful and serene beach that Micha and I had seen so far there, Crater Lake, which was admittedly quite cold with even snow still being there, but the lake lay there so still and calm. And you could really see that one of the video games that I already talked about in my podcast called Alan Wake took a lot of inspiration from this scenery. And then the Lava Beds National Park, which is a series of lava created tunnels and caves that you can explore at different difficulty levels. And this was a super crazy surprise for us because this was so cool and fun and we just did it on the way we had not planned it a long time ago so we can definitely definitely recommend that when you're in the area san francisco on the other hand had taken a bit more planning up front especially if you want to avoid being robbed or our car being broken open so we took a lot of precautions and even walked all the way across and on top of the viewing platform of the Golden Gate Bridge. And I can tell you, we were so tired afterwards. Jeez, that took forever. But we were very lucky as we got quite a few really good shots of the bridge without any fog whatsoever covering it. And on the other day, you could hardly see the bridge due to all the fog. But we again very quickly realized that we had just not cut out for these very hot cities like San Francisco and LA. The heat just exhausts us too much. And while, of course, walking across the piers and exploring Chinatown and Japantown was a lot of fun, it really took a lot out of us. So when we then transitioned over into the LA area where we had already done quite a bit of exploring when we were there, we skipped a lot of the touristy things in LA directly and headed for a wonderful day trip in San Diego Zoo. And I can tell you, if you are ever in the area and are interested even remotely in animals, please just go there. Just do yourself the favor, it is so big with such a variety of surroundings and animals and you can learn so much and see so much. And what we especially enjoyed is that the animals are not forced to go out, but they can choose what they want to be seen or not. However, there was one very touristy thing that we still did in LA and that was a visit to Disneyland where I tackled my fears and rode a roller coaster with looping. Admittedly, a tiny one, but still, no one will ever take that away from me. And it is documented on camera, although my face really shows how much this has taken from me. <laughs> it really does. So when we came back, we were so hyped. And the last thing before I transition over to the next big topic, which was the sickness dun, dun, dun. that I want to talk about of our trip was that we actually got to meet my author friend Mark Tullius and his family in person in California. That was so much fun. We had great food, played video games together, brainstormed some story ideas and also recorded a little podcast episode over on his channel, which I will also link in the show notes. And this really was an awesome and very personal end to our trip that was so full of incredible experiences and food and books and animals and friends and nature and ah, such great memories. Honestly, I'm so glad also to record this episode to sort of take me back whenever I want to. But when we flew back to Germany, my husband brought a little something extra with him. And as you do, when you share the good, 
and the bad times together in marriage. When he got sick, I didn't let him suffer alone and got sick alongside with him. Now I know that we were very lucky that even though our bodies reacted quite heavily, there's so much worse than you can get sick after such an intense holiday. So we are very thankful that we were spared the full-on blow. But guys, it wasn't fun. I can tell you that it really wasn't fun. Even if I would have wanted to read, I could not even lift the book. I resorted to audiobooks to escort me to and from sleep. And those days really were spent in a days of recovering and at least trying to plan our move a little bit. Because, and this is the point where I make the cut and will leave the rest of the story for the next time. Our original plan was that we start directly after coming back from the US with packing and moving. But boy oh boy, the sickness really held us back there for a good one and a half weeks. Not the best for our time plan, definitely. But more on that in the next episode. And until next time, I hope that we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. Bye! Thank you.